With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. It is Tuesday night. It's just after 9 p.m. Where else are you going to be? I'm here like I am all the time behind the Steel Curtain Editor, Dave Schofield. And with me, as always, is my big brother, Rich. Rich, how's it going tonight? Uh, uh, I'll go your uh, get Kind of blue in the face. I was going to say, um, you look a little blue, brother. A little, little blue <laughs> in the face because I haven't been able to breathe or choke or anything. Yeah. Um, as we sit around doing nothing this past week, although yeah. I used the time wisely and did stuff like some little jobs around the house and did did some hunting and yeah, just kind of relaxed and so yeah, there you go. If you looked at my six things that you can do during the bye week that I did that was silly, it was actually from two years ago when I looked at it again. I'm like this still works. I'm not going to do a new list. I'm just going to use this one again. And I admit it. I'm, like, I'm just going to use it again um, and put it out there. You did. You went with the whole get closer to nature, rain or shine, yes, I did. you know? So, so you went there. I went with the route of, you know, I'm going to watch other football. And I did. I, I sat back and, and enjoyed just being able to take in all the rest of the other games and relax and not have to worry about writing articles and stuff during them. It was so relaxing this goes to show you the difference it is between covering the Steelers and just being able to watch football. My wife actually, you know, came down to our family room and sat on the couch with me while I watched football and, you know, kind of watched what was on, was had a book and, you know, she never does that. I never, we have never sat down and watched football except in Heinz field. It's just, it's just the way it works. So um, that was actually kind of nice to do that, but it was, it was just the whole idea. It's funny because it was like, it was nice to have the break, but yet it really sucked to have the break because it sucked to not have to have the, uh, the, the, the Steelers, you know, something like that to look forward to. Um, I mean, I, we still did a quote-unquote post-game show, which was a whole lot of fun. Uh, that's when I asked the question, you know. Which I wasn't listening to live because I was sitting in a tree. You were sitting in, it, in a tree. I was sitting in a tree with him. I was like, yeah. oh, wow, they really are yeah. going. Uh, yep. Well, and, it would have been uh, right after the one o'clock game. Yeah, hey. but I, hey, uh, yeah, pretty much as soon as the early games were over, only to find out the two other guys that you know, Brian Anthony Davis and Jeff Hartman, who go to do the show with them, 
neither one of them watched any football. We're supposed to go on and talk about, you know, how the AFC North is different and stuff like that. And what do they do? They didn't even watch. So I was the one who kind of had to fill me with stuff. But I asked the question, what sucks more, the Steelers bye week or Baker Mayfield? Um, and it was just, you know, one of those questions that can you really, I mean, they, they both suck so bad. It's so hard to, well, that, to weigh no, one over the other. Bad, but no, no, it's an easy, bad would be right there with me. That's an easy one. It's Baker Mayfield. Yeah, 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 we'll get to that. Actually, that's gonna. I'm actually gonna break down on my Steeler Stat Geek, my my audio only podcast. So if you don't, if all you do is catch the YouTube shows and the and the Facebook live shows, you are missing out on a plethora of Steelers information by behind the steel curtain. Because on our audio, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Cafe? yeah. <laughs> Can you tell me what a plethora means? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I do not have your superior intellect. <laughs> so you all know that's true. Yes. <laughs> anyway, back to what I was saying. Boy, okay. this is this is this is our family. This is the way we are. Okay. Uh what was I talking about? Oh, the audio only shows. You're missing so much more content. Like, I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I'm still have I still haven't caught up on all the all the bi-week bonanza podcasts that we did, but there was one I made sure that I had to listen to. I had to listen to, to big bro Sco and Sco 2.0. I made sure I caught that one. Oh, good. Um, how, was, how was it? Cause you want um, to listen to it. <laughs> um, Kyle did it. Kyle did a nice job. I should have told you that there's a setting you can change on your microphone. That's easier to do with two people. But other than, I think bad took care of that on the technical end. And other than that, things were good, but, I, for those of you that may not know, I also have a uh, an audio only podcast that goes out on Thursday mornings. I'm one of the poor schlubs that has to fill in on the days that Jeff doesn't do. Let's ride. So poor Michael Beck and I were just dealing with with people that just want to hear Jeff. But it's my Steeler Stat Geek show for my nerds of steel. They're out there somewhere. I think there's three or four of them. And this week I'm gonna I'm gonna break down Baker Mayfield, Case Keenum. Coach Tomlin today in his press conference. If we're going to get to Coach Tomlin's press conference, we sure. Oh are. yes, we but, are. But but he he said today that really they were interchangeable. He basically gave nothing, you know, which to me almost becomes bulletin board material for one Baker Mayfield. But you know what? It's it's, it's it really is true. It really is true. I don't want to get into it too much here. I'm going to get into it on Stat Geek because I'm going to have the numbers to break it down as well um, with with those two players, especially when it goes up when they go up against the Steelers. But uh, we're going to be talking about what we look for from the Steelers now. You know, we'll probably get more into this more even in the second half. But I at least got to bring it up now. The Steelers are coming off the bye week. You never know what team you're going to get. Are you going to get that rested, rejuvenated, ready-to-go team? Do you like that alliteration? I got three R's in on that one. Um, or are, you going, are they going to have, you know, the downtime dud? Are they going to come out and look like a team that isn't very sharp because they haven't been on the field for, for two weeks? So we'll get into that a little bit more because we've got too much to talk about. Yeah, we, we, we've got a good bet here. Because the, the, Mike Tomlin's press conference today, I I have to admit, that was a little – that was more one of the most fun um, press conference podcast. That's another podcast that's on the on our audio-only network. That's one that I do Tuesday. <laughs> 
I mean, it's out within, oh my goodness, within a half an hour when the press conference is over, we, we have a, at least it's about a 15 minute or so podcast that recaps everything. And that was a fun one because I was leading up to the last question. I wanted to get to that last question to talk about, but we're going to lead up to it, not going there to start. Did you catch it live or did you catch the whole thing later? Or did you just see the parts? That I you, saw, that was I saw um, what I would call the highlight reel. Okay. So there's a, there was a few things that were brought up that were very interesting. One, the Zach Banner situation. Coach Tomlin seems, you know, with a smile on his face, says he's excited and genuinely seems excited that they're dealing with three players in two spots and they got to figure it out this week. So I'm really hoping that all options are on the table. I want to know that all options are on the table because I'm sorry. If the best option is Dan Moore and Zach Banner and Chooks goes to the swing tackle, I want that to be what they do. If that's the best option that they determine this week. Right. I just, sometimes I feel, do you have a little bit of distrust, even though it's a different offensive line coach? He was the assistant offensive line coach last year. Do you still have a little bit of distrust that the Steelers are going to handle the offensive line correctly when so many people were upset that Kevin Dotson was the hot hand and they took him off the field and didn't have him out there in the playoff game? Does that weigh in to anything with you when it comes to offensive line decisions? Um, the initial decision I'll be okay with. Um, we'll have more fun second-guessing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Um, it, it, if what he does, it's going to be wrong because we'll tear it up one way or the other. No, no. Um, no. The, the biggest thing I think about is are, we don't want to be in that situation where we're looking back then at that game, that playoff game last year and thinking, wow, look at the step back this line took. Yeah. I don't care what they do as long as the line doesn't step back. However, where you have the advantage, though, is you could see a game where they're still trying to get it together, and then they move forward and do okay. Last year, you didn't have that because it was the playoff game, and they lost, and they were done. They was done. So, yeah. um, And you, you also have to ask, was it part of it, the coach that they had or what? Because maybe it was the system. Maybe it was who they were playing next to. But I'm for those of you that don't, follow other teams, especially offensive linemen on other teams. Matt Filer's having himself a pretty decent year out there in, I want to say San Diego, but it's San Diego's team, but they play in LA. Yeah. We'll, we'll just say it that way. Kind of like it's Oakland's they, team that plays in Las Vegas. <laughs> yes. It will always be the San Diego supercharger. Yes. So, so he's having a decent year. We all saw Al Villanueva have a terrible game his first week at right tackle and then has done much better when they moved him over to left. But that whole offensive line thing is, 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 is going on. Um, so that's that it's going to be interesting to see what the Steelers do. I'm excited. I'm nervous. I don't know that I trust them. I mean, they're going to make the call that they think is best. I'm just going to be like, uh, is that really the best one? No matter what they do. They've I'm got an advantage this year over last year because they're guaranteed to have more than one game with whatever yeah. they decide and do. If it doesn't work, you can you can switch things up. Exactly. So that was one thing. We, we've got to get going. we got to get to the good part of this press conference. Okay. Another thing, for those of you asking about Anthony McFarland Jr., Coach Tomlin said he's going to be activated. Now, he didn't – put in the words this week, 
but, but the way he said it, every indication came to be that it was going to be this week. He's back to practicing. They don't have to activate him to the 53-man roster until next Tuesday, I do believe is the day. I'm pretty sure it's so. next Tuesday. So then he's saying, hey, we're going to look to activate him. Not sure what his role is yet. We've got to see how that plays out. So for those looking for Ant-Mac to come in and be the number two running back, it's funny. It sounds encouraging, but at the same time, I thought he was going to be the number, possibly the number two running back last year, and he was inactive a lot of times. So we'll see what the Steelers are thinking, what they're going to do. I don't know. And anything that anything that gives quality play, even in a very limited amount, to spell Najee Harris is a good thing, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, do, would I like to see him there and ready to go this week? Yes. But mm. this is one coming – Coming in now where we don't have to activate him yet. That I'm going to trust yeah. the coaching staff. They're going to handle it the way they feel they need to handle it. Yeah. I, but see, to me, looking at the backup running back position, because he was asked about that and everything else, and he's like, we, we still need to assess it. I look at what you want from your backup running back is what you want from your sub-package defensive secondary. Somebody like Trey Norwood that's doing a fantastic job but doesn't mean that he's going to play any more snaps because he's doing such a good job in the role that he's in. He's doing a nice job. James Pierre is doing a nice job. Arthur Millette through six weeks is the highest graded secondary player, according to PFF for the Steelers. Um, that article is out uh, on behind the steel curtain.com. Your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. It was out there today. Um, and, and apparently you know, Minka, kind of is, Minka Fitzpatrick's terrible. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, according to them. So yeah, you know, we take that with a grain of salt. But what I'm saying is you are getting quality play from guys in, in, in sub-package roles. Doesn't mean that that means they instantly would do better with more snaps. And that's the same thing that I'm kind of looking at with the backup running back. You want someone that can come in and take eight to ten snaps a game, get, you know, four to six carries, and do a great job when they're called on, but you don't have to use them more than that. So one other thing before we get to the big one, they – Everyone, the question I get more than anything, we see everywhere on Twitter, everything else, what's the deal with Stefan to it? We don't know any more than we'll tell you everything that we know, and we don't really know anything. We don't Coach know Tomlin anything. said Just... the return is not imminent. So for people thinking he was going to come back, it doesn't sound like he's going to be coming back to start the 21 day window this week. Just based on the way Coach, he didn't say it, but he said his return is not imminent. He's working his way back. That's what was said. We don't know. Um, that could be a pretty big boost. Anything else you want to say about to it? No, because there's just nothing to say. Exactly. And everyone keeps asking, what's the deal with it? I mean, it's not like we're going to get updated information every day about Stefan to it. You just don't get it from players on injured reserve. You, you, you don't get it. So, but one thing that was a good positive was Coach Tomlin said, Every man on the 53-man roster is expected to be participating this week for practice. In other words, you know, people might throw a fit again if Ben Roethlisberger has Wednesday off. All right now, it's so much of a routine. It's, and it's not that he's not practicing. It's not that he's not doing any work. He's just not throwing, okay? So if he's just not in there throwing but working through everything else, maybe working on footwork, working through the mental stuff, being there to talk through stuff with the other quarterbacks, it's not that he's doing nothing. And that's the – oh, I'm sorry. It drives me nuts when people act like he does nothing. But if he's on the practice report tomorrow, 
still wouldn't be shocked if it says hip. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, oh, yeah. I don't really look for for guys to to be out. Uh, they had a bonus practice on Monday. They should be good to go. You ready for this one? Yes. Okay. I kind of feel let, bad. Let, go ahead. Let, I want to start with this. You, okay. you know what I thought of seeing this, you know, listening to this? You may not remember. Where is bad when I need him? <laughs> and Tony, because they would be there. Way back when Miller Lite started doing their commercials. Mm-hmm. There was one where it, you know, John Madden's in one of the Miller Lite commercials. Yeah, you know, it tastes great, less filling, whatever. Yeah. And at the very end, they they show the screen, and here it was, you know, paper, and Madden comes busting through it, just rah, 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 rah. that's how I felt with Mike Tomlin in his press <laughs> conversation. Like Mike Tomlin comes through, what are you all talking about? <laughs> and it was what's funny is that was not the tone of the press conference the whole time. It was like uh, it was a head coach who was excited to get back to work. Everything else, he was answering the questions. And I, I have to say this: Tim Bentz asked the question. I knew it was him. I could tell his voice whenever he asked the question. Do, I'm I am really upset about people that were upset with him for asking the question. He asked. The question needed asked, and he asked it in a fantastic way. Now, for those of you like, okay, guys, come on, we don't know what you're talking about because you haven't caught it. Well, first of all, where you been? Because this was crazy. This was this was everywhere. Um, but I want to read to you. I don't. This is this is the transcript of Tomlin's answer, but they also have a transcript mostly of the question. Some of it's paraphrasing. I can't say it's exactly, but this is what the Steelers uh, media website released as the question. This is what, what Tim Benz asked. He said, at any point in your coaching career, did you ever have any interest or express an interest in being a head coach in the college game? And do you have any idea how that may or may not have led to folks like Ryan Clark and Doug Whaley and Carson Palmer connecting you to some college job, jobs, sorry, plural jobs. When you think of that, that's a good way to phrase that question. He, he, he phrased it correct. Yes, he, he, he did. That was a great way to ask that question. He's saying, have you ever thought about this or said anything to anyone to make these guys have this report? So he did it. And, and honestly, Coach, I don't think Coach Tomlin has a problem with, with Tim Benz with that question. I think he has a problem with the people that were making the stories over the last week. Yes. So... I want to say very nice job in asking the question in a great way. I could read you the answer. Yeah, I hope Tim Mintz didn't take that response personally. I know. He I didn't. really hope my he didn't. Because did people go after him? That's after Twitter who? for you. That's oh, Twitter. Well, you know. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, no. No, <laughs> you know, he he asked that question in a great way to be like, coach. There's these rumors flying around. Did you do anything to, to, to indicate anything at all that people would this, to have any reason this would be happening, or is this people just, you know, making up crazy crap about you because you're the coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers? That's in essence what he said. That's 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 the 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 bro question, if you know what I mean. Yes. But it, it's so funny because then the national media starts picking up on this, and um, I'm pretty sure it was, it was I think it was Ian Rappaport. Um, on, on Twitter, he he quoted. I don't know if it was either um, Aditi Quinkabala or 
uh, Brooke Pryor, one of them who had typed out, or it might have been Mark Cavalli, someone who had, who had typed out Tomlin's response. And he said, this response is fantastic. And then he tweeted like five minutes later says, um, reading that response gives it no justice until you see the video. It was great. <laughs> Coach Tomlin, he shut it down. Um, I really wish I could play it for you. Um, if you're if you're not sure what I'm talking about, the whole press conference will be um, there'll be a link to it. There's a link on Steelers on the Steelers Twitter page. I'll have that tweet on behind the curtain.com in the players mentioned article tomorrow on the website. Uh, you could just go anywhere and look for it and 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 look for the end of it. It, it was great. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what he said. I mean, we're going on saying how wonderful it is. We didn't say it. Um, I'll, I'll read the transcript, but it, I'm not doing it justice. I'm, I'm no. telling you now. It's just not doing it justice. He said, hey, guys, I don't have time for that speculation. That's a joke to me. I've got one of the best jobs in all professional sports. Why would I have any interest in coaching college football? That'll be the last time I address it. And not only today, but moving forward. Um, they kind of cut out where he mumbled something more. It sounded like he said, they, you know, they say never say never, but never. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was like that. the question. Yeah. They say to never say never, but the answer is never. Okay. Anybody else get any questions about any college jobs? There is not a booster with a big enough blank check. That was most of what he said. Then something happened that I'd never seen happen at a Tomlin press conference before. You know, Bert Lawton says, any other questions? All right, thanks, Coach. And Coach Tomlin, you know, kind of leans back, leans back up into the microphone and says, anybody asking Sean Payton about that? Anybody asking Andy Reid about stuff like that? And looks around and walks off. <laughs> it was, it was fantastic. I mean, I, and they're like, oh man, Coach Tomlin was hot. Yeah, he was hot. But you know what? He was hot in a way that Steelers fans went crazy happy over. Is that, is that a good way to sum it up? Yep. Good way to you sum know. it up. You know, because somebody's like, oh, man, Coach Tomlin's hot because the team's not very good. Oh, man, Coach Tomlin's are like, oh, man, Coach Tomlin's hot because people are questioning his loyalty to the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> so it was it was one of the – I mean, he's had some good moments in press conferences. It's a lot of times with the Tomlinisms. That might have been – I don't know. Maybe it's because it's fresh and it's what, what have you done for me lately. And it's so different. That's I know. what made it so is, fun. Is, 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 is that the best Tomlin press conference clip that you've seen in a while? In a while, yeah, because it wasn't the same old, same old. It wasn't just with Tomlinisms. It, yeah, like, and it wasn't just a one-liner. It, you it, know? Was, it was passion. It was, I mean, that was, that was Mike Tomlin speaking from the heart. Yeah. Not holding exactly. back. Not trying to hide anything, not giving, you know, not trying to give where he's not giving anything away or anything like that. Nope. He just boom yeah. in your face. And I want to know, Brad brought up something. I'm, I'm going to read his what he says on the, on the live chat. Okay. Um, and, and then to ask the next question, he says, I think that it was more the fact that Tomlin was waiting to slam the door on that. Um, um, then it was the question that was asked. I think Tim was pretty calculated when he asked that. I'm going to say, did they specifically wait for that to be the last question? 
I wonder if someone else might have had another question. They're like, after that, I'm I'm done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but I, I I don't blame him. Some let's just say this: if no one would have asked him about it, people would have been talking about how he wasn't asked about it and how he didn't bring it up. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it actually worked out perfect. It was perfect, in my opinion. So you think so? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, it did. I think he answered the questions. I don't think there's any doubt. Um, it was fantastic. Sorry. I was sitting here looking back through the uh, live chat a little bit, and uh, my good buddy, thanks, Bean Joe, as I brought up the Miller Lite commercials earlier, he said he loved the ones with Bubba Smith saying he used to tackle the entire backfield till he found the one with the ball. <laughs> actually, yeah. my, actually, my favorite one actually included what was a Steeler. Elsie Greenwood and Elsie Greenwood reading the letter to the <laughs> yeah. to the NFL oh. quarterbacks. Oh. And then at the end he said signed and crushed the can. Elsie yeah. Greenwood. Yeah. Followed up by the one that was the letter back from uh quarterback Burt Jones. Burt Jones couldn't, yep. couldn't crush the can. Yeah. yeah, those 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 were some really Sorry. good stuff. Sorry. That, that was that was good stuff back in the day. Sorry, I gotta mm -hmm. gotta get back and yeah remember some of those things but I, i'm sorry just that with tomlin at the end like that was almost had a little bit of john madden flair to it and yeah i liked it yeah i liked it and i just liked it you know he he didn't say he could have been like are you seriously gonna ask me about that i'm not i this is i am solely focused on the Pittsburgh Steelers taking traveling to Cleveland to take on the Browns in our first AFC North road matchup of the 2021 season. This is the prime. This is, this is AFC North football. I don't got time for things like that. He could have easily just said that answer and we would have liked it. And still put his Tomlinisms out there with it. Exactly. But it, was, it was not with the Tomlinisms. It was. He shut it down. They say never say never. But never, <laughs> yeah. never, you know, um, can't write a big enough blank check. <laughs> I, I love it. I mean, he, you don't get answers like that from Mike Tomlin. You don't. You get coach speak. That was not coach speak. And I think that's why we're all in love with it. Well, let me just say this. If any of that passion that we saw there today carries over, he carries any of that over into the practices this week, the Steelers are going to be ready this weekend to play. Yeah. 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 And I mean, and, and it is funny because there was something else that was brought up in the press conference and it was about, Oh, the last time you faced the Browns was in the playoffs and it was just, it, you know, they really got the best of you. Is that, you know, is that motivating for this week? Coach Tom's like, maybe to some, it's not motivating to Najee Harris, not motivating to Pat Firemuth, not <laughs> motivating to KG. Kendrick Green, not to Dan Dan Moore. We've got a lot of guys on this team that they weren't around last year. That doesn't do anything for them. But what should do it for them is that this is AFC North football, and we're going to go out there and play. So I'm – I tell you what, we're going to go ahead and take our break now because I really yep. want to get in, into into this game. So um, it's it's a little bit early, so if the second half is a little minutes. bit longer, we'll, we'll, we'll see. But I uh, want to do it now because I really want to dive into it. So if you're with us on the audio side, click the part two. If you're here, Facebook, YouTube Live. Wait, I said it backwards. YouTube or Facebook Live. Um, just give us a few seconds and we'll be right back. 